Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, July the 8th. My name is Joey Mills, and joining me this week on the show, I got Curtis Stout. And uh, I keep waiting for him to say something else. <laughs> uh, and Curtis Stout. Um, yeah, something else, something, something. And okay, go ahead, Kenny. There you go. And K Dub. <laughs> Nothing else. Nothing else. That's it. Uh, we are coming to you from the back lot at Alamo Draft House. Uh, so I went outside. We normally record Thursday nights in the garage at my house, which has been converted into half of it's a home gym, half of it's a podcast studio. And there is, you know, it's it's been the insulation is being reinforced and we've got you know climate control system out there but i walked out there and it's like man it is hot <laughs> as balls out here so uh yep. we got all of our buddies that uh, are out here at the alamo draft house and was like hey <laughs> any chance we can just record up there tonight and they're like yeah sure come on out of course it's packed because oh, yeah. thor is out today and yes. so uh just trying to find a parking spot and get in the door is a is a task in and of itself but there was a couple on the side of the building and i was like yes <laughs> i caught <laughs> i caught a van pulling out and i was like you, you go right ahead <laughs> i saw kenny walking in and it still took me five minutes to find a parking spot yeah it is hopping out here it's that's good they've got the trivia going tonight that the the entire bar area backlot area is just jam-packed oh yeah people. Uh, our buddy Curtis uh, K, Curtis Concierge from the uh, from our other podcast, The Backlot by Alamo Drafthouse, uh, was out there helping run the trivia, and he, he was he's like, "Yeah, this is the busiest I think we have ever seen our trivia night," and it's because people are just out here having a good time. It's even if you're not here to watch a movie, people are just hanging out and playing trivia and there's getting some drinks and cosplayers out there. Some uh, there's Thor, there's Fat Thor, there's a few <laughs> there's, others. There's Fat Thor, Skinny Thor. Look, I'll be honest. Like now that Fat Fat Thor is a thing. I think you I may cosplay. cosplay. I assure you, after this movie, Fat <laughs> Thor is no longer a thing. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, it's a thing for the first like minute of the movie. <laughs> but yeah, we got to get in shape. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank uh, thank the Alamo for letting us come out here tonight. Thank my co-hosts for being here. Thank everybody listening to the podcast whenever and wherever you're catching us. We are going to be drafting our favorite TV shows to have on in the background while you're doing something else. <laughs> That's going to be our draft tonight. Before we get to that, let's do a little bit of catching up. Curtis, what have you been up to in the last week or so? Uh, I have been working quite a bit. <laughs> yes, you yes. have. Um, I haven't really watched much of anything lately, to be honest. I'm trying to like <laughs> rack my brain. Did I watch something? Like I know I have, but... I think I've just, it's just a blur. You slept yeah, through it. it's a blur. Like I went swimming today. I was in like that sun is. Oh, that, that sun sucks. So yeah, my, I was outside hanging clothes, and I was just hanging clothes because I like to do the sheets and everything. Stays on the dryer yeah. and stuff like that. Wear and tear. Yeah, exactly. And holy cow, just doing that, I was. I had to change shirts. I was soaking <laughs> wet. <laughs> I know I watch like some YouTube stuff like Cinebinge and Awkward Ashley. Like they, they do a lot of reacts. So I don't know if anybody watches that, but yeah, it's kind of fun to watch that stuff. Right on. Especially when, you know, you've seen the movie and you know they haven't. And then you're like, I'm waiting for the moment that they start crying <laughs> because <laughs> right. it gives me joy. And it's, it's, I don't know what that says about me as a person. It says a lot about you as a person. <laughs> <laughs> But we'll skip on that part of it. <laughs> All right. we, we, I mean, we have a couch here. If you need to spread out, we can do some therapy for the next hour. I'm going to say, if so. there's any uh, psychiatrist listening, <laughs> just get the pad out that says Curtis and just keep writing. Right, well, case in point, okay, so Awkward Ashley finally watched Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Guess what happens at the end of that movie? Yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's Mary look. Poppins. Yeah, Mary Poppins. Yeah. Yep. Got popped. Wow. Spoilers. For a, for a four-year-old <laughs> movie or whatever it is now. We're safe. 
Right on. Well, Kenny, what you been up to? I know you you saw Thor today. Yeah, I was going to say everything else that happened pales in comparison to, to seeing, Thor. seeing Thor. Love and Thunder. I'm two hours out from the theater, and amazing. Uh, everything that I was hoping it would be, it was, right. and then it gave me so much. I didn't know I wanted, but I'm glad I got it. You didn't know you needed that Thor. Oh, so many different things happened in this that made you go, oh my gosh. And I'd heard from people that, um, and I think you said it on the podcast, that uh, Gore Mm -hmm. is, uh, after this, is becoming the most sympathized with right villain uh, villain and yes christian bale i was nervous i'm not a big christian bale fan even right. as the batman and stuff not a fan big fan don't dislike him just don't like him and <laughs> just what, i don't dislike him he can just kiss off yeah <laughs> i could do i could do without him I, i'm right. sorry if that hurts anybody's feelings but um, christian bales yeah he's probably. listening and he's like screw that buddy guy. i'm sorry screw but, that kenny but i will say to you christian bell if you're listening that yes you you brought a whole different tone to the movie when it when he was on screen that i was just like yes i i i like it i like it a lot so then it gave me a few other things that i was hoping to see Thor's ass. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they don't blur it out in the movie. Just no, no, that's FYI. just for the trailers. <laughs> but uh, but there was other stuff that I was like, okay, guess you gave it to me. I didn't think we would get it, but we got it. So, uh, yeah, I could not. Re- I mean, I'm sure you've already have your tickets. Whoever who's uh, ever listening, <laughs> you getting choked up? Are you getting yeah. a little sad? It's over. <laughs> I had to drink a soda today, oh. and it's killing me slowly yeah. so she has uh, pizza i just ordered that just got delivered here yeah what is that that's the uh, carnivore pizza you guys oh, are welcome to have a slice it of looks great it does look great that's why i ordered it so what else on it meat well yes i know that <laughs> I, mean, I see pepperoni, pepperoni i see big chunks of something is that like sausage, sausage? Yeah. Is that i think it's a sausage gotcha so big yeah sausage. sorry go ahead talk no. about for us while I, I i'm waiting for <laughs> chicken tenders but i might take it yeah well yeah yeah i'll probably try a piece too yeah but uh yeah, so I, you know, and I could see the people that didn't care for Ragnarok probably won't like this one either. Right. But if it did make you smile seeing it, you're going to like this a lot too. So I've, I've heard that, I don't want to say use the word incoherent because that's not right. I've heard that there are times where it's like, um, there's a lot they're throwing at you, but it doesn't always necessarily play together. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like. It feels a little disjointed at times, I've heard. A um, little not, bit. not that it's bad. Like the stuff they give you is great, but it doesn't it's it doesn't all fit together perfectly every time, I guess, is kinda of what I've heard. It uh I mean, nothing wrong with okay, I'm losing everything. I just lost everything. <laughs> There's uh, nothing on that slice if you want to take it. Yeah, I'm gonna take these two back. All of his meat fell off. My meat is sliding all over the place. Thor would not be pleased. Quarter every time (laughs) I said that. (laughs) All right, that's good enough. But yeah, uh, I can see where some of it. But honestly, the way it goes and the way it plays and stuff, you—if you were concerned about something, it moved on to something else and took your mind completely off of it. So, yeah, no complaints at all. I'm actually um, thinking about going and seeing it a second time. Right on. So sounds good. Well, I brought my rain check ticket. Mm-hmm. I doubt I'll get to see Thor, but I'm gonna probably see something after the podcast today. There you go. Yeah, I don't think they let you use the rain checks on a movie until it's been out a week. No, okay. she, that makes sense. Jen told me I can use it for anything. 
Oh, okay. Well, it used to be. Well, you're special then. Yeah. <laughs> so let Curtis see whatever he wants to see, everybody. There you go. Well, when she gave me those ones that we won for the Sado a couple of years ago, even though she gave it to us last month, she said I could use them for anything, even new releases. So. But it had been a couple of years. She's telling you anything. That you just want to get <laughs> <laughs> just, just get this guy off my case. Would you? Exactly. Um, Kenny, you watched uh, Stranger Things Part 2, yes? Yes. Tell me your thoughts. Without spoiling it, because it's only a week out, yeah. Without spoiling and I can't wait till we can talk about it, because there's some things I want to say. But uh, I think one more week, just to give everybody two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, I'll have seen them by then. But. Never know, but I'll still have this that I'm hoping. But anyways, um, when I, you know, before when I talked about the first, you know, uh, through Episode 7, which is the first part that we got, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what they're going to do to top that. It, it was so good. They gave you so much. And gosh darn it, they did. They <laughs> did amazing. They gave so much. Everybody did such a good job. Great storytelling. The episode uh, eight was an uh, hour and a half long, and mm-hmm. it literally felt like 30 minutes. It right. went so much. You didn't take your eyes off of the screen. It's like, wow. The other one, I thought, well, I'll have to break two this one out to yeah. two and a half hours. And the only reason I did have to break it up because uh, I had to go do an errand uh, for the wife real quick. And if not, that two and a half hours honestly flew by. Right, I, there was so much good stuff in there that it just it held your attention. And I'm bad. Like if they're starting to tell a little bit of story, having a little bit of kind this of and that. To check out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm kind of like, eh, what's on my phone? You right. know, but this, no, the story was everything that you're like okay yes tell me more okay that explains that okay and so good and clearly i don't know if season five's uh, for sure greenlit. It's, it's for sure and it's the final season okay yeah. and so that's for sure as well then they left it to where yes the there, there's plenty to play with still yeah i mean e- even if they didn't you'd be like well, there's more story to tell, and I wish we would have got that. But I mean, it was so good. I'm glad we got that. So, the and I'm hoping there's some things when we do talk about it that I hope plays out in season five. That'll be they awesome. purposely have left some things open. Yeah, which they have come out and said that. Like, yep. If we closed it all up, there'd be no reason to do a season five. So yep. yeah, they've purposely left a few questions unanswered and stuff. So yeah, yeah. So it is uh, excellent, excellent. Not to give spoilers away, but I did hear, much like Kate Bush, another musical group is having a nice resurgence at the moment. Yeah. Like an 800% increase in uh, downloads online or streams. Either way. Yeah. Metallica? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. yeah, Spoilers. That's not really a spoiler. (laughs) No, you see that in the trailer. Yeah. 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 He's Eddie's on top. The fact that people figured out what song he was playing by watching the trailer frame by frame and like, (laughs) it has to be this song. And and lo and behold, it was Master of Puppets. I'll be damned. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I guess the guy uh, had played Mm -hmm. before and when he found that out, he's like went and bought a guitar and started just feverishly playing. And from what I understand, when you don't see his face, it is actually the. And I'm going to butcher the names because I've forgotten. It's actually the bass player from Metallica's son who's actually playing when you don't see the actor's oh, face. Oh, wow. <laughs> Rob Trulio's son? Yeah. yeah. And I forget his first name. The the, the son's said name, but yeah. yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. that They were like, well, if we're going to do Metallica, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get somebody from the family out Yeah, he could do the stuff, but when it came to the more of the solo type stuff, he he's like, I'm not a soloist. Yeah, and anytime they show, yeah, not his face, the hands only 
it's it's not the actor. So yeah, they do that a lot in like just yeah. music videos in general sometimes too. So. Yeah, and I love it once you watch everything. Go back and find out all the improvised parts mm-hmm. and all because you don't want to do that before you see it, right? Yeah, yeah, because it'll run stuff for you. But all the improvised parts, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's incredible! I'm glad they kept those. Oh, yeah. Uh, the three of us have all seen the trailer for Clerks 3. Yes, yes, we talked about it a little bit, but not on air, yeah, briefly off air uh, when we were recording the back lot. Um, <laughs> Talk about your general impressions of the trailer of Clerks 3. I'll let Kenny go first. Kenny <laughs> loves everything. Yeah. Maybe we should have him end it then, <laughs> since he loves everything. No, I mean, I'm fine because, like, uh, we've talked about, uh, I think, on air sometimes, a lot of off air that, you know, I was a huge Kevin Smith fan forever. I think we all were. Since the beginning. Yeah. And um, I have found that later than joey and other people i'm coming in late on okay kevin smith's not the as great as i kind of had him made out to be and a couple of his movies did that a couple of his just listening to his podcast or watching the uh stuff on youtube stuff where him and mark bernard just talk he just and just the lack of like you know he he'll put an hour into a script or a couple hours into a script after getting baked out of his mind and say that's a masterpiece. That's my gone with the wind. <laughs> and it's like, no, it's not. And maybe you should run it past some people who don't work for you. There's a see. saying, <laughs> writing is rewriting. Yeah. Which means right. after the first draft, that's when the work really starts. Because the first draft is just getting everything down. Yep. Here's all the ideas I have. It's called the vomit draft for a reason. You just vomit out all your ideas on paper. And then you start to make it make sense. Yeah. And then I'm afraid he doesn't do the second part no, of that so much. And I'm hoping maybe there was a little bit more put into this because let's be honest, this, this is going to be the last film. This is his story. Basically yeah. the one of the main characters has a heart attack. He had a heart attack. He decided to make movie about this. And he's basically the character in there is making a movie about basically Kevin Smith's life as a clerk that led him to clerks and blah, blah, stuff like that. So I'm kind of like, Okay, it's Uber Meadow. Yes. It is. Yeah. Well, and I guess uh, originally Kevin Smith had written Clerks with the intention of playing Randall. Yeah. He thought he was going to be the funny guy. Right. And then he saw an actor perform and was like, "Ooh, we got to cast an actor." Don't we? <laughs> exactly. I'll be the guy that stands outside and doesn't say a thing. And what's the funny thing is, like, he saw an actor perform. Like that dude wasn't even an actor. He was just a better actor than Kevin Smith. Yeah, which is like, well, <laughs> again, <laughs> goes back to, hey, maybe not every decision's the right decision yeah. right out the gate. So maybe, yeah, maybe you and workshop those ideas. It's a weird that he wanted to play Randall because Dante is, is Kevin, Kevin Smith, Smith <laughs> yeah. and Randall was uh, more fun. He's the more fun. Yeah. Character. Randall's the Brian Johnson who's, you know, mm-hmm. been in comic book man, he's done his own stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that's it's weird that he's always wanted to be him. Yeah. In a strange way. But So to finish up my take yeah. on it. Um You'll see I'll, it. I'll watch it. I will. <laughs> yeah, you'll see because it. I've watched everything we'll else. So yeah. And uh but Am I expecting anything? I'm literally the he the bar is masturbation basically. The bar well. has been buried five feet underground, yeah. so anything that can exceed that, I will be okay with. Right. You want me to go next? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think I mentioned this when I first watched the trailer. I was a little underwhelmed. Yeah. 
Um, but it is very much a PG trailer for an R-rated movie, so I kept that in mind. Yeah. And um, I was scrolling through Facebook, and one of my friends who I'd been friends with since like third grade had commented. He's like, oh, this looks pretty good. And it reminded me that when the both of us were working at uh, Price Cutter, the day we both got fired. Has everybody worked at Price Cutter? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We all have. That's we funny. all have. Uh, the day we both got fired was the day we went and saw Clerks 2 and had a great night. Right. So it just, that alone was just sort of like, okay, you know, I'm going to give this a shot. Even though Yoga Hosers was Yoga Hosers, even though Jane Silent Bob reboot, even though it kind of made me laugh, it still didn't really do much for me when it comes to like the other stuff that he's done. I'll give Clerks 3 a shot. Yeah. Because I enjoy the original. I love the sequel. You know, and I I, I still have a little faith. Right. Even if I felt originally underwhelmed with that trailer. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a very similar experience to both of yours. Uh, for me personally, Kevin Smith does better work when somebody else is holding the reins. Um, whether it's, you know, the Masters of the Universe stuff, which I know he got a lot of flack for initially with the first half of that one released. And then all those people fell in love with it. The second half, yeah. They all were like, oh, okay, it's better than we complained about. Um, you know, something like that, or when he's directed episodes of the CW shows, like mm -hmm. The Flash and stuff, where there's already a process in place or there's something greater than himself that he's beholden to. And I don't mean, like, his audience and his fans. I mean, like a corporate entity like, okay, here's what you can do with our characters. Um, he does good work. When he just gets loosey-goosey, gets stoned, and makes himself laugh, I mean, we all know <laughs> when you're stoned, everything's funny. Mm -hmm. So if that's your litmus test of whether that line works or not, is it made me laugh when I was stoned, well then, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll see it. It'll be streaming on Prime probably 45 days after it yeah. hits theaters, so... Right. Uh, if if I could, if there was an opportunity to go see, because he'll take it on the road, he'll do the little rolling road show where they it's already announced. Yeah, so he'll do that. If you could go see something like that, that would make it fun, I think, because you're with a group of people who are there for the set. You know, they they want to see the same thing you want to see, and you know he's going to be there doing Q and A, and he'll probably bring a couple of folks out. So, you know, that would be a way to see it. It's either that or it's going to be when it's free to me on streaming that I'm already a, a streaming service. I'm already paying for those yeah. would be the ways I would see it. And it doesn't sound like there's gonna be a road show around here unless they announce more dates, which they will. Um, but for now, yeah, it's, it's streaming or nothing. Cause there's no way I would go see the movie based on the trailer. It just, I've heard the story too many times. Yes, we know it's been what, four or five years now. You've been talking about your heart attack. Yeah. Do I need to hear another version of it with these characters? Because it's the same fucking story. So I I don't know. That's well, just my take. When we were up in Fan Expo, there was an opportunity to see Jim yeah. and Silent Bob get old. Them two talking, doing a little thing. And honestly, I was like, 30 bucks doesn't kill me. So I could go see it. But the more I sat and thought about it, I, if I was like, you know, the second I heard about it and that it, it was this and here's how you get the ticket, I probably would have punched it, got the ticket, and been fine. But I got to think about it. And would have had it. a good time, too, probably. Yeah. yeah. And I would have. But I maybe would have left there going, oh, man, I could have put that 30 towards an action figure. <laughs> or a yeah. spawn toy over here on yeah. the shelf. Or even exactly. a silent Bob action figure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Which I go. have, too. But, yeah. uh, there you go. But, yeah, so uh, when I thought about it, I was like, you know, I've seen basically this, whether it's a version person, of this, yeah. in person or uh, via uh, 
something like the AMS or the uh, the uh, uh, Amazon Prime had a little yeah. thing of that and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, I don't need to see it again. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and a couple of years later, one hundred percent, I would have said yes. Oh, I'm yeah. there. I don't care if it started at midnight. I would have been there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I saw him in St. Louis a few year, years ago. It was mm-hmm. probably like five years ago, but yeah, that was back before like the the wear and tear of everything just kind of wore him down wore, wore him and wore me down a little bit or <laughs> yeah. everybody in that yeah. audience yeah. down yeah I right. like i remember turning into like hbo like the uh hollywood babylon and i i still love listening to that oh, but yeah. it's it's yeah. more Garmin. it's more ralph than it is kevin <laughs> it's like you're stone and just rambling i'm gonna keep the show moving yeah and i like, feel for ralph sometimes, <laughs> sometimes yeah there are times i'm like dude we are cut from the same cloth brother. <laughs> mark bernardin doesn't have quite the balls to just be like screw you kevin like well, no ralph because does. that's where you're bread gets buttered so yeah, yeah and, and uh, you know then i just i listen to tell him steve dave now which he's not I'm a part sorry. of eh, i like it yeah. they're funnier right. does it help you go to there. sleep or <laughs> there's something for everybody out there I they're guess. funny i don't know like it's 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 so different from kevin smith that i think yeah i, I just enjoy that aspect so fair yeah. enough Let's, i can see that uh the only other thing i'll add to the conversation i watched old on hbo which is like literally like a year old now um, but it was on HBO Max, and I was like, you know, I haven't seen this yet. Um, you know, which one is that? Old is the M Night Shyamalan movie where it's set on a beach oh, on where beach, they all yeah. of a sudden they just start getting older and don't know why and stuff. Okay, I'm interested in your take on this. Uh, this excuse you. Sorry, it's all right. Wrong, wrong, <laughs> wrong. Uh, long that tube. You gotta chew it up a little more, bud. Yeah, <laughs> Curtis got the chicken strips and uh, fries. They look amazing. Just delivered to him, and he's choking them down. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> He's choking his chicken. Uh, <laughs> the sixth sense is a masterpiece. And I will go to bat and say I like signs more than a lot of people do. Um, I like Unbreakable a lot. Yeah, I do too. Um, and that's where the dude could have <laughs> just tapped out for me. And old is just, it's almost unwatchable. Really? But it's like, how do we how do we get exposition across? Let's have this little kid run up to and ask everybody what their name is and what their occupation is. Like a six-year-old kid who... Because I mean, that's what they do. It, <laughs> but it, the way it's just like, at first I'm watching like, okay, I've got a kid with Asperger's at home. Is that what they're going for? But I don't think it was. I think it was just like bad writing. <laughs> and, that, and that is just one example of all, throughout the show, you're just like, dude, there are a million different ways to get to the same spot. And you picked the most wordy, arduous, <laughs> let's just sit here and talk while you could have done it with action. You could have done it with you know editing. There's a lot of different ways you could have got to the same point without it just being people standing around talking. Um, the, the movie, I mean, the concept... There was just there were just I mean, it's based on a novel apparently, and I hope the novel was better than the movie because the movie was just rough. It was just hard to watch. There were times I and I did I stopped a few times to get up and go find something else to do. Wow! And that's a guy with a broken leg. <laughs> like I, I'm gonna get off the couch and go walk around a little bit and find something else to do. Is there any house? You know, I got some laundry I can put away. Or wow! It was it was just it was put it on the background one. while you're doing something else. Uh, no, <laughs> I did not, and I would not because I, I won't see it again. <laughs> it was wow. not good at all. Now, 
when uh, for Love and Thunder, the mm-hmm. trailers before, they had a longer, more in-depth trailer for Nope. Uh-huh. And I was kind of like, off the first trailer, I'm like, eh, I don't know, whatever. After seeing this one, I'm like, I kind of want to see this. Yeah. This it, looks pretty good. Yeah, Jordan Peele's, b- both of the films that he has put out, uh, Us and uh, Get Out, are, are great. They're, they're solid films. I like Get Out more than Us, but um, they're both good films. I mean, if, it doesn't matter that they're horror films. That just happens to be the vein they're in. They're good <laughs> films. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Nope. Uh, that's a guy whose stock is on the rise. M. Night Shyamalan, stock's nosedived. And it seems like, it's like, dude, every movie you make is an opportunity to pull out of that nosedive. Yeah. But instead, it seems like he just keeps on that downward spiral of just flailing and burning until he crashes. And I don't know, man. Was there a twist? <laughs> Not even really a twist. <clears throat> okay. Like, they telegraphed it the entire way. And then when I, I don't know what the twist. There are a couple things that I'm looking at, like maybe that was the, what he was going for as his twist, his signature twist. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple different things that it could have been, but none of them are like. It's just like, man, that's just bad writing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. Did not did not care for the movie. Um, there, it's kind of weird that people. I mean. Are people just keep giving him money because they're like, maybe this will be the film? Well, I think he, it I think the problem is, if I had to guess, my take on the situation is he got flaming hot off of his debut movie, uh-huh. and I'm afraid it it went to people's heads, not necessarily even his head. People got it in their heads that this guy's a genius. He's the you know, everybody when the Sixth Sense came out it was he's the next Hitchcock. You know, it was yeah. just. It's like no, it's just a guy that did. He wrote and directed a really good movie, really good. I mean, it's a you know, it's a banger, man. It's it's one of the better movies. You know, you could put it up there with anything else. And but <laughs> that does not that should not open up all the banks. <laughs> you know, yeah. it should not open all the vault doors. And they're like, what do you want to do now? Because kind of like we were talking about with Kevin Smith, I think the guy got a little caught up in his own mythology about who he is and what he does. And so, yeah, instead of hammering out the good stuff and just keep working at it until you've got a real polished gem there, because the sixth sense, as I understand it, he had been floating and working on for years, like a decade, trying to get it just right so that he could have his debut film and, it's like that's great, but then you shouldn't <laughs> you take that next ten years and do that. You know, Quentin Tarantino doesn't knock out a new film every year. You know, he takes no. five, six, eight years in between because he gets them where he wants them before he commits to like, okay, it's ready to go now. Yeah, and I think that if Shyamalan and Kevin Smith would both do that as well, both be like, well, hold on, let's make sure it's right before we throw money at it. You know, then I think you'd come out with better products. But yeah, yeah. you don't have. You're not winning any award for writing it in a couple hours. Yeah. And you're not winning any awards by getting it knocked out in a On couple days. On the screen, days. yeah, in, in and, no amount of time. Yeah, And then editing it in a short amount of time. You're not getting any awards for that. So yeah. take your time. Give people, because people, the, I have a lot of friends, just not us, but other people that are like, yeah, I'm with you, man. I just, I'm not on that train anymore. Yep. And that's going to keep happening until... People forget who he is. Yeah. And again, Jordan Peele, he did get out. Everybody loved it. He went to work on us. It took a couple of years to come out because he had been working on it. And then he wanted to polish it up before it got where it was. 
But this is a guy who'd been doing, you know, television and different stuff along the way. So these were other projects that he wanted to get to that he had just kept, you know, well, I want to direct a film, but I've got a TV series, you know, with Key and Peele. So <laughs> I'm going to keep polishing that script while I'm making, you know, while I'm working through my contract on this TV show. So yeah. when that was done, he's like, cool, I'm ready to start a production company. I'm ready to direct films. I got something here to go with. So he had, he had a couple of them. Yeah. But between, and I know we had a pandemic in there, but you look between us and then the release of Nope, that's a long-ass time. And that's not all pandemic. That's, okay, what's next? And he did a little that Twilight Zone thing that kind of got thrown together but was not very good, and he was just kind of an executive producer on. They did a, lot, a season of that, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, nope. <laughs> so, time to get back to work on my own stuff. That may be why it's called Nope, because he was like, no, this is what I want to be doing instead of somebody else's stuff. So well, that's what, um, while we were waiting for the movie to start, um, we had we were talking about it even before the trailer started, and uh, my son was like, uh, from what I understand, he's like, um, it was made during the pandemic, right. and they didn't know what is the future of mm -hmm. theaters going to be? How is this going to look going forward? So he made the decision to be like, you know what? I'm just going to make a movie I want to make. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times that, that doesn't, <laughs> yeah, it works. And it, if, a lot of times it doesn't, yeah, but if you're the right kind of person, yeah, it works, but not everybody, again, not, <laughs> not, it made me laugh when I was stoned. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So I was kind of like, nice. And then lo and behold, here comes the trailer. And I was like, Oh, and he just kind of looked at me and smiled. I was like, dude, yes, that yeah. looks good. Well, and his films, they they always, I mean, he doesn't tip his hand. You don't know the mystery of what's no. going on until you are in the final act of the film. Both of his other ones were like that. The trailers, all the marketing for Nope has been that way. You have no idea what you're getting into when you sit down in that theater. And I kind of dig that. I, I kind of like going in surprised. You know, and that's rare <laughs> these days because a lot of stuff gives everything away. That's what I was going to say. Because, honey. because they want to get, you know, like, well, if we show you this, then we're guaranteed or more likely to get you to come watch this movie. Whereas his is like, eh, there's a mystery here. So let's just let's save that mystery for the theater, for the theater going audience. And, yeah, and too many times, you know, they give away everything in the trailer. You're <laughs> right. like, okay, if they're, if they're, that's the good, or that's the throwaway stuff. What's the good They stuff? didn't have to show Thor's ass in the trailers because mm. if they hadn't, because they pixelated it anyway, because this is going to run on TV. Yep. If they hadn't shown that, I think that moment in the movie might have been more impactful. Like, mm. oh shit, they just showed his ass. You know, it's save a little something back for the people that show up, buy the tickets and show up. And movies. all the reactions, everything is what's in the, there's nothing more. Yeah. To be added to that moment, you know, besides dialogue and stuff, but you're like, oh, well, yeah, that would have been funnier. If I didn't know yep. it was coming, yeah. When I see him getting chained and he's telling about, you know, it's like, yeah, if you hadn't already seen that, but I don't know, that's, that's a whole, there's a whole discussion about how to market <laughs> movies there. Well, let's get to this week's top stories in entertainment and pop culture. Uh, our buddy Jason Meiske over at the Sample Chapter podcast sent me this. He saw it before I did, so I have to give him props for catching it first. But uh, mm -hmm. veteran actor James Kahn has passed away. He passed away Wednesday evening at the age of 82. Oh. They're not saying how, but 82, it's likely natural causes, or that's what it'll be. Yeah. They'll, they'll call it something. They'll call it a heart attack or, you know, something. But, I mean, he's 82. Right. Yeah. Uh, and he lived a life. <laughs> so there, there was damage. He's done some he, stuff. Yeah, there, there was mileage on them tires, <laughs> so to speak. So, uh, but yeah, James Conn, 82, passed away this week. So uh, our condolences to, to all of his family and friends, everybody who, and his fans. 
fans, everybody who cared about James Conn. Do you yeah. have a favorite James Conn performance? I dug him in Misery more than I. Mm-hmm. Misery's probably just because he's in a different. Usually he, because of who he was and his persona, he's always played a masculine, strong masculine character. Even when he's playing second fiddle, like in the Godfather films, right. he's still that strong, macho character. But in Misery, part of the reason that movie works so well and is so frightening or whatever is because here's this guy who we know as this strong, macho character who's being basically emasculated you know, by this crazy lady. And so I think that's that that part of it makes his performance even more effective. And it's already a strong performance he turns in there. Mm-hmm. That and probably Elf, just because it's playing against yeah. time so much. You know, you don't expect to see him in this family, you know, Christmas film. And right. he does play the asshole for a little bit, but then he kind of turns He's, it around. He softens up. Yeah, GM. so that's kind of fun, too, to see him. Both of those performances are him kind of playing against type, and I kind of dug both of those. Yeah, yeah. Elf you, would be what, more big. Elf? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm a big fan of Godfather 2. Yeah. Or Godfather, but yeah, he was in Godfather 2 briefly. But, right. Um, yeah, I'd probably say Misery or... I even kind of like him, even though he was barely in it. Um, bulletproof. Yeah. But yeah, yeah he's you know you go back and look, he's he's got quite a bit to offer. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it might be time to revisit some of those films this weekend if you get a chance. It, yeah. It's gonna be hot as blazes outside. <laughs> so if you're staying right. inside, find a James Con film that maybe find one you haven't seen or one you haven't watched in a while because there's a lot of meat on that you know to to go back and look at. It really is. You forget until just go and just, <laughs> just look, look at his IMDb again. page. Yeah. You're just, like, oh, oh my god. god, oh my god, yeah. And it, you winner after winner yeah, after winner. You so. maybe can't say the a character, but when you see the movies that he's in, you're like, oh yeah, he was that character. He was that character. It's like ah, oh, fantastic. Roller. <laughs> Rollerball is awesome. What are you talking about? That's a fantastic movie. Uh, so let's keep moving on. Minions, The Rise of Gru took the box office by storm over the holiday weekend. The film was expected to earn around $75 million in its opening weekend. Uh, over the four-day holiday weekend, it brought in an estimated $128 million, which is crazy. It makes it the <laughs> biggest 4th of July opening weekend of all time. Uh, prior to that, it was one of the Transformer movies was the yeah. biggest 4th of July, uh, but Minions like just absolutely smoked them by tens of millions of dollars. So. That's fun, and it's good to hear nowadays because yeah. it's, it's like, oh, okay, it it gives you a little more of a feeling like, okay, we're, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I know that the Thor movie is expected to have a huge box office weekend. So, But, yeah, you throw Minions and then back. Well, no, you can go back even further. We had that run of, you know, Spider-Man was kind of an anomaly. It was the end of last year, but it blew up, which we all knew it would. And then it kind of got quiet for a while. And then Multiverse of Madness, the Doctor Strange movie came out, and it didn't, I mean, it did well, but uh-huh. it wasn't top, you know, it wasn't top shelf Marvel and the box office kind of reflected that. It made close to a billion. It may be over a billion by now, but yeah. it wasn't the best. And then we had this run of like indie films, really good indie films that just kept sticking around week after week. They didn't just go crazy, but they all more than made back their budgets and then some. Um, and then we got Top Gun, which just absolutely biggest opening of Tom Cruise's career. So things are looking up. And then, you know, some, we had some other movies that maybe didn't perform as well as you had hoped. But then when the Minions movie comes out, I think it's just if you give people the right thing, they're going to show up at the box office. And this weekend could be a similar tale with Thor. If you give people the movies they want to see, 
because nobody's just going to go to the movie. You know, for a while there, there was talk. We all said it at some point or another, I'm sure, of I just want to go to the movies again. I don't even really care what they're seeing. I just want that experience of being back in the movie theater. And Not so much. I mean, that's great to think that, and it's yeah. great to feel that, but when it comes time to dip into your wallet, it's like, mm, what am I actually going to watch, though? But if you give people the movies they want to see, they're going to show back up at the box office. So. That movie was not Lightly- Lightyear. <laughs> it was not Lightyear. It was not Jurassic World Dominion. It was not... There's a lot of things it was not. It was not Morbius. That's for damn sure. No, no. And <laughs> they tried twice. <laughs> they tried. Yeah, the, <laughs> I'm waiting for the third try. <laughs> like, hey, let's try it again. Third time's a charm. That's right. Uh, so, yeah. So, I think, you know, yeah, box office is back Did if you, you give them something to watch. Ever hear that... Um, Apparently, Doctor Strange was the sequel was supposed to come out before Spider Man. And I've heard that it was playing around. Yeah, they they yeah. changed dates around a lot. And, and that the reason Doctor Strange acts different in Spider Man because it was is, prior is, to it yeah. was that and that he was supposed to supposedly be the evil Strange we saw at the end, and like in Spider Man, like in um Doctor Strange too. You lost me with that comment. <laughs> oh, I don't want to give away spoilers. No, no, no. That's fine. Yeah, I, I, I think, think we're, we're good. I think we're yeah. Point. I think we're past. Yeah. Okay. So there's you know according to the trailer there's two Doctor Stranges in 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 this Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if it had come out first, apparently the evil Doctor Strange was supposed to go back to the normal universe and leaving. <clears throat> good doctor strange in his universe so that's why he acts just kind of weird and different in spider-man but he really doesn't act any weird but and different spider-man that, that was the and, 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 and the and the doctor strange at the end of doctor strange 2 is not an evil doctor strange it's a doctor strange who's been corrupted, corrupted but yes. he's still he's still the same character he's not yeah, he's I not was, from a different universe so i don't know how much stock is in yeah, this theory I, I, but i don't know like, about i just read it i was like is yeah, that that's it? great that people have i mean that's part of what marvel <laughs> movies are fun about is like ooh, how does this you know it nev- he never but struck it, me as being different any, yeah Spider-Man. that doesn't make any he sense just, whatsoever <laughs> he's always been arrogant yeah he just was arrogant but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't make... know if you'd heard that or not, or if no, I, I, or... I stay off those corners of Reddit. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of people turning out in droves, uh, according to Nielsen, who does all the television ratings, the United States spent a collective seven point two billion with a B minutes watching the show Stranger Things the week of May thirtieth through June fifth. Uh, that's the week that the first part, part one, was released. Uh, that is, so 7.2 minutes watching Stranger Things during May 30th to June 5th, uh, and there's an additional 5.1 billion viewing minutes the week before, so people getting caught up. Right. Um, and so the total for the two weeks, 12.3 billion minutes viewing, watching Stranger Things, some episodes of Stranger Things. Um, and again, that counts for every episode because people were catching up that week before. Um, but again, that's, you know, according to Nielsen, season four was 75% of the minutes from that first week we talked about, the 7.2 billion. Anyway, the point being, no show, streaming show, has ever broken the 7 billion minute mark in any given week prior to this. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, Ozark and Tiger King were the closest. They each had over 5 billion minutes watched. Oh, yeah, the old Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> Which seems like a lifetime ago, right? Right. <laughs> but that's still billions short of Stranger Things. No data has been released on Part 2 yet since it was just came out last Friday. They don't have a week's worth of data yet yeah. to, to collect. But, um, it, you know... 
seems like a lot of people that watch the first part stuck around and watch the second. Some people watch it multiple times by now. So, yeah. um, because it was just two two movies basically. So uh, yeah, a lot of folks watching Stranger Things, making it the biggest, most watched streaming series of all time. Well, it's so I keep harping on this, but I mean, it was so worth the watch you know right. so many times people are watching something and i'm like well if everybody's watching this maybe I, i'll give it a shot and i do and i'm like i don't get it I don't, I don't understand why people love it so much but this one earns every minute that it's gotten for yeah. to be watched and they have said season five will be shorter it will have shorter episodes it's not gonna they just for whatever reason they felt like they were gonna go all out with season four and apparently there's a lot of stuff that still got cut a lot of deleted scenes so i believe it it'd be nice at some point if they ever throw together all the stuff that got cut that'd be fun uh one thing that people have noticed so in stranger things there's a new character named argyle who did uh, his job is he's a pizza delivery guy. Yes. And the the <laughs> pizza place that he works for, their phone number's on the side of the van that he drives to deliver. So uh, some folks have been calling to try to place an order with Argyle. <laughs> We're going to dial him up and see what happens as well here. Here we go. It may be busy. There have been a lot of folks. Yeah, so it's yeah. user busy. Let me get a call back here. Yeah, they say if it's busy, keep calling back. Yeah. Yeah, we'll keep calling it. We'll keep trying it here. We're not. What we'll do is. Oh wait. Oh, here we go. Maybe. Nope. It's busy. Uh, we're gonna put you all on hold. We'll be right back as soon as we get a hold of Argyle. So hang out with us for just a second. everything fresh here at Surfer Boy except for our pineapple, which comes from a can. Oh, can you hold, dude? Brachachos, I just got another order before this dude on hold called. It's super specific, like like weird specific. You ready? Okay, so first, it's going to be a six-inch crust, and it's got to be super yellow. I don't know. Don't ask me, man. That's what they said, okay? Now, then we got to get the red sauce, okay? Just up to the edge on the crust, so don't go over the next, they want, and this was really important, four chunks of white mozzarella, three habaneros, <laughs> nice and bright orange, two green pepper slices, gotta let that habanero sing, man, and then one, just one, piece of blue cheese on top. Now, I know it's strange. Blue cheese is damn near mold, but hey, have you tried it? Try before you deny, bro. Okay, that's all I got. Did you get the order? Yeah? Cool. Okay, sorry, bro, Chacho. Thanks for waiting. No, he cut us off. That's okay. That explains the blue cheese comment then. <laughs> Why is that? Because that's the one most people are putting on yeah. there. It's like, blue cheese is almost mold or practically yeah, yeah. mold or whatever it says. <laughs> so, okay, that answers the question for yep. me. So, yeah, so uh, that's fun. A little Easter egg that they threw out there for us. Speaking of Stranger Things, the Duffer brothers, Matt and Ross Duffer, still have a lot of stuff coming down the pike with Netflix. Of course, season five we talked about. They have also launched uh, Upside Down Pictures, which is their own studio development production company. They're developing five projects for Netflix in the coming years. Uh, one of them is a, uh, a spinoff of Stranger Things, but it's not. they're not going to direct it. They're just kind of letting somebody else take the ball and run with it. Totally different cast, totally different characters, totally different location. I mean, it's completely different, but it's still going to have some connection to Stranger Things somehow. We'll see what happens. Okay. 
They are also doing a another <laughs> Netflix already did one of these, uh, but they're doing another live action television series from uh, ad- an adaptation of the manga Death Note. Um, and they're also adapting a Stephen King book called The Talisman. So, so they're going to do their version of Death Note now? Apparently, yeah. Oh, okay. Which is different than the last guy who did a live-action adaptation of Death yeah. Note. Which, which wasn't not, which bad. Did, yeah, but I know a lot of the fans of the manga in the anime were not thrilled with some choices made, but that's an adaptation. What are you, you yeah. going to do? Uh, they have said, the Duffer Brothers said, that the purpose of Upside Down Pictures is, quote, to develop stories that take place that beautifully crossroads where the ordinary meets the extraordinary, where big spectacle coexists with intimate character work, where the heart wins out over cynicism, end of quote. So hmm. uh, we'll see. Hopefully, I mean, they haven't done anything else really besides Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, you know, this will, hopefully it wasn't, again, a sixth sense situation where your, <laughs> your main one, your, their first one is fantastic, and then you kind of fall off from there. Hopefully they've got some good ideas and can put them to work, so. Um, but it sounds like they're going for a couple of adaptations next, <laughs> so that's good. That gives them at least a framework to play within without having to come up with something whole cloth. They seem like they're okay with not just banging one after another out. Yeah. They put some thought and time into it, so yep. maybe they'll carry that on. Hope so. Subway is launching a new menu, and it is the most extensive makeover in the company's near 60-year history. The new, more neatly organized menu is divided into four categories. So when you walk in, there's four boards up on the wall. Uh, they are cheesesteaks, Italianos, chicken, and clubs. And each will have three sandwiches underneath it, so a total of 12 sandwiches. Um, some of them are just the same old versions. <laughs> They're just calling them a new name to tweak them. Gotcha. Uh, for example, the meatball marinara sandwich is now called The Boss. Um, it's the meatball marinara and mozzarella cheese. <laughs> That's like standard now instead of you asking for it. Right. Um, customers can still select their own toppings if they choose to do so. The purpose of the change is to streamline customer choices and keep the lines moving. <laughs> We've all been at Subway behind that guy. Yes. Now, what do you do here? What What do you guys serve here? What do you guys, <laughs> you know, just... Well, how about this? Well, what's that? What's hey, this here? I got an idea. Look at the fucking menu. Yeah, we, we've all been behind <laughs> that guy. So the idea Either is to... that or just, just say you want everything. Just say yeah. everything on there. You don't have to go individual. <laughs> right. It's like because you've gotten everything. Yeah. The salt, the pepper, the fucking things that squeeze on the salt and the pepper (laughs) you become italian all of a sudden you gotta get you an italiano on the way out the door like holy crap man you know what you order just say everything (laughs) sales at subways u.s locations have been falling in recent years system-wide sales at subways u.s locations were 12.3 billion dollars in 2013 which was its best year of the past 15 years In 2021, the sales slumped down to $9.4 billion. And, of course, the number of locations has been declining for the fifth year in a row. They've got just under 21,000 subways now. So 21,000 new signs have got to be printed up <laughs> for a new, nobody wants for new ways to order sandwiches. the same old sandwich that you've always ordered. It's like, how about I just go home and do it for like a buck fifty for everything? You don't want to pay uh, 12 something no, for a six inch sandwich? I don't. And then a small bag of chips and a small drink yeah. is like, now you're up to what? Fifteen, eighteen dollars. Well, Subway made its name being being a healthier alternative to fast food and with the meatballs. Yeah, that's where they sold it. I mean, that's not exactly and what. Yeah, it's the, the, the processed cold cuts, all that stuff. Yeah, that's and, then, a, and then things started to go south when Jared got arrested <laughs> for pedophilia. 
<laughs> and, <laughs> then, <laughs> and then from there, and then the lawsuits about there's actually no food product in this food that you're selling. Yeah, eat fresh. Yeah, eat fresh something. <laughs> I don't know what it is you're eating that's fresh. That's if you shower food. before you go, you're <laughs> eating fresh. I guess. <laughs> and finally, George Clooney's Batman nipple suit is up for auction. Heritage Auctions has the costume from Batman and Robin there for the taking from July twentieth. I'm sorry, July twenty second through the twenty third. Two day auction scares me a little. This is, <laughs> their quote is this: "This is easily the most famous and most infamous Batman costume ever designed, as evidenced by the fact that all these years later, it continues to make headlines every time Tim Burton and George Clooney get asked about it." Of course, Tim Burton did not direct. Batman, <laughs> but you know, but we'd like your hot take. <laughs> Heritage Auctions executive vice president Joe Madalena wrote in a statement. But to his credit, Joel Schumacher never apologized for the bat nipples. So somebody at Heritage was like, "Asshole, quit talking to the media. Let me talk." <laughs> uh, in fact, he once told Vice, "I'm still glad we did it, and I'm just as glad that we have the chance now to offer this piece of cinema history to someone who can appreciate the costume as much as Schumacher clearly did." Uh, the starting bid is at $40,000 for the nippled bat suit. I have a feeling they're going to appreciate it real good. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid it's going to depreciate so from that. Two po- things here. Yeah. I hope, yeah, I'm glad Schumacher never apologized. So we'll say that. Yeah. And second, I hope George Clooney buys this. No, he's not going to buy it. I know he's not, but it he wants great. nothing to do with it. He wants it. He wants it to catch fire. Yeah, and he buys burn. it just to like burn it and yeah. puts it on YouTube. Blow it up. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> nipples everywhere. <laughs> nipples raining. Betty nipples coming down. <laughs> and in other news, everybody knows Joey Chestnut, right? Oh yeah. Joey Chestnut, the greatest professional eater in the world, went into this last uh, Fourth of July's hot dog eating competition at a disadvantage. Over the weekend, the record holder revealed that he was battling an injury, but would still compete in Nathan's annual hot dog contest on the Fourth of July. <laughs> At the Major League Eating Weigh-Ins, Chestnut revealed that he had a ruptured tendon in his leg and was forced to use crutches while participating this year. His quote, I'm going to eat like a madman. It's a ruptured tendon. It's all right. I'll be able to stand up and eat. I'm excited. I'm not eating with my leg. Nothing heals a tendon, <laughs> Nothing heals a tendon like a bunch of hot dogs. The professional eater beat his own world record at the 2021 competition. He downed 76 hot dogs and their buns in a matter of 10 minutes. How? 76 and 10 minutes. How many How many seconds is that per hot dog? Pull out your calculator there. I don't know, but I could. I, I haven't done that in 10 years. <laughs> 76 hot dogs? <laughs> yeah. I've never done that. Uh, this year, while his injury brought his numbers lower this year, his 63 hot dogs that he ate this year and their buns in 10 minutes was still enough to win, beating his closest competitor by 20 hot dogs. Of course, that fewer there's the fewest number of hot dogs that Chestnut has won with. Prior to that, the lowest winning amount that he had was 68 hot dogs and buns in both 2009 and 2012. So maybe his bum leg did make an impact. I don't know. Could be. That is, what is that? 4,560? What's that got to do with anything? What I asked was in 10 minutes. Yeah, in 10 minutes. So 600 seconds he ate. So he ate 76 hot dogs. Well, he ate 63 this year, but his biggest, 76 hot dogs divided by 600 seconds. So he ate... One hot dog every... Oh, that's what you asked. Never yeah, mind. yeah, that's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, he was he was eating a, a hot dog every roughly every eight seconds Jeez. when he had his best year in 2021. You remember when we ate... The donuts? Donuts. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was just thinking about that on the way in today. 
I was like, man, that still seems like a low number, doesn't it? I forget what the number was. It was like 8, 10, 12, something like that. It takes me a few minutes to eat one hot dog. Oh, yeah. less that fast. Holy crap. No, it makes you sick just watching those guys work. But, hey, good on them. After I get to, like, I'll have two. And I think maybe a third one. I'm like, but by no, the time I start to do a second one, I'm like, no. no. <laughs> is this guy, what's, what's, what's his weight? Joey Chestnut? Yeah. He's, he's, he's a small guy. Yeah. The, best, the best eaters are the small ones because there's more room for their stomachs to expand as they're doing those. You, okay. you see the big guys. The big guys never do well because there's nowhere to put the food. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> these small guys who just have these elastic guts. That, I mean, it literally looks like after they're done, you can see 76 hot dogs, you know, in yeah, their all, belly. All the expansions happened with the fat. Yeah. And that's not being mean. No, that's yeah, just no, that's what I'm saying. There's no, yeah, there's yep. nowhere to go. There's too much, too much tissue between your intestine, your stomach, and, you know, the outside world. <laughs> but yeah, Joey Chestnut. Congrats. <laughs> well, he, he's he been talking about I've been watching different things that he's popped up on, listening to different things, and he said he was going to do it. And I was like, when I heard it, I was like, well, my God, he did it. Good for him. Yeah. He still won. Yeah. <laughs> Big His bucket of win. Still won. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, let us know what you think of the top stories each and every week. If we use your suggestion, we'll give you a shout-out in an upcoming episode. Send us your suggestions on Facebook and Twitter. That's how Jason got a hold of me. Uh, just search for and follow us at pgtc podcast post your comments tag us in the news stories there or call us on the hotline at 417-986-7842 we double dog dare you and leave a message with your comments we just might play them on the next episode that is open 24 hours a day seven days a week we sure would like to hear from you links to all that and more over at popgoestheculture.com on this date in entertainment pop culture july the 8th 1947 Reports were broadcast that a UFO crash-landed in Roswell, New Mexico. That may oh. be true nowadays. Who knows? Well, was it true back in 1947? I don't know. But, but nowadays it could be. I yeah. know. We got a lot of... Uh, Declassified stuff. information. A lot of, a lot of uh, technology came out a few years after that, so <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, <laughs> July the 8th, 1992. That's all my conspiracy theory phase. <laughs> oh, we'll get there. <laughs> the iPhone came out in 48. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Don't worry. We got. We, we have a plan. We're going to we talk about conspiracy theories stuff like that later on out. in the year. Uh, July the 8th, 1992. Melrose Place debuted over on Fox. Never watched it. Nah, no. Me neither. July the 8th, 1996, British girls group The Spice Girls released their debut single, Wannabe, in the UK. We, Me and my buddy went to the, uh, it was like within the first week that it was out. The movie? We went to the movie yeah. to see it, and the lady's like, what are you here for? And we're like, The Spice Girls. And she was like, looking down, doing something, she stopped and looked at us. She's <laughs> like, really? It's <laughs> like, yeah, really? Yeah, we, we are. Hells yeah. She's like. Okay, and like slid us the ticket slowly. Like, <laughs> do you want to change your mind? I'm giving you a few seconds. Like, give us the damn tickets. We want to see this movie. <laughs> you walked out. You should have stopped here and said, "Well, that's not what we expected at all." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, oh no, super hot chick dancing <laughs> around singing. Oh no, July the eighth, nineteen ninety nine. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, the third book in the series by J.K. Rowling, was published in the UK. And one year later, on July the 8th, year 2000, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, the fourth book in the series, was published, both in the UK and the US. That's when they decided, hey, we got something here. Maybe we should put the book out on the same day everywhere in the world. That's where I stopped watching. I watched half of that one, and I've never watched anything else. There you go. On July the 8th, 2005, the Marvel superhero film The Fantastic Four was released. That's the one with uh, Ian Grufford, Jessica Alba. Chris Evans, Michael Chiklis. Yeah. Uh, Oddly enough, I've seen that movie a few times. Yeah, not, not, a, not a great movie. 
I don't know why. Probably not the worst. No, not the worst, but certainly not the best either. (laughs) And July the 8th, 2010, Inception, directed by Christopher Nolan, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Joseph Joseph Gordon-Levitt, a whole bunch of other folks. Good movie. Cillian Murphy's in it. I have a question. Elliot Page is in it. Yeah. Uh, Um, What is the best Fantastic Four movie? There's not a good one. Okay. There's only about right. four to Well, you said from. that, and I got confused. I'm like, wait, what is the best one? No, no. <laughs> the one that hasn't been made yet. Yeah, the one that they're working on right now over at the Marvel uh, factory. I yeah. have faith in that one. <laughs> I have more faith in that than I do re-watching if, the others. If this one sucks, I am Then we're done. We're I'm out. For it. Yeah, let's just, let's just call it a day. Coming up this week in entertainment pop culture, this weekend, Fan Expo Chicago in Chicago and Florida Supercon down in Miami both run through Sunday. Fun. This the Friday, Thor Love and Thunder is new in theaters. Uh, the Boys, the season three finale is on Prime Video. Does it oh, feel yeah. like we're ready for a finale? It doesn't feel like we're ready for a it finale. It doesn't. It feels, it feels like, like we're we a few three episodes. More episodes. Yeah. yeah. It's weird because usually when you go into that, you know, the, that penultimate episode, it's like, this is not the last one. Next week is, but this is the one where we build. Yeah. It doesn't feel like they're in that building mode. It feels like, I mean, I know they dropped a few things in this last one, but it's not to the point where you're like, oh, well, clearly I see. Yeah. We only need one more episode to tie this up. Yeah. It, it's it, like, I don't, I don't think an hour is going to cut it. I think <laughs> no. we're going to need a two hour final one or something. I don't you know. Give us that two and a half hour stranger things finale <laughs> exactly. for the boys. Cause we need it. I'd watch it. Have you watched the, uh, animated, the boys the thing? Diabolical? Yeah. I haven't seen it. It's actually a lot better than I thought it was oh, going to yeah, no, be. I've heard it's really good. I it, just haven't had a chance. It's to check pretty, it out. it's pretty fantastic. Some of it. Yeah. And also to Friday is national freezer pop day. That's what we were talking about last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was the freezer pops. If I have to, I'm fine. Yeah. (laughs) You have all my blue and green ones. If you want to swing by and pick them up. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take them. I'll take the green one. Next Monday, better call Saul. Their final stretch season six, part two premieres over on AMC. This is it. Yeah. They're having many episodes. They have left six or seven episodes and then it's over. All right. What you've seen so far, is it worth watching? Yeah. No, it is. It's definitely is it? worth watching. I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen I just, it. I can't bring myself to do it yet. Yeah, Maybe I, after this, it ends. Yeah, I'll then go you back, ca- yeah. go back and catch them all, binge through them. Yeah. Uh, this Tuesday, the Bob's Burgers movie streams over on HBO Max. I'm <laughs> actually just in theaters. It's still in theaters. Yeah, in right. Movies. I'm actually looking forward to that. So. Yeah. But uh, I didn't want to go to the movies and no, see No, that's, that's a catch-in on HBO. I feel like this is going to be one of those where you watch a little bit, get up, Do walk away, else, yeah. come back to it a little later. I have a feeling you're probably right. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows season premiere over on FX. Has anybody watched that show at all? No, but I've had a lot of people tell me I need to. I've watched a few episodes here and there, and I like the humor of it. It's that dry kind of Taika Waititi humor. Uh-huh. But I just can't sit and watch the show. It just it doesn't keep me. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it, I don't know. Just me. What I've seen, I've liked, but what I've seen has been enough. Thank you. I, I don't need to sit and watch <laughs> right. an hour long episode. I get that. I've had stuff like three that. seasons worth of it. So I feel like they probably did enough with just the movie originally. Yeah. yeah so. The movie was great. They should just could have just stopped there. <laughs> could have. They but didn't. didn't. <laughs> and it's and it does well. It's critically acclaimed and everybody who watches it loves it and That means Kenny'll like it. Kenny like it. Nah, no. not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. I don't like everything. I think I've kind of proven that here lately. <laughs> yeah. Some stuff that I'm like, I don't I don't get yeah. it. I don't like it. 
Next Thursday, there's a Resident Evil series premiering over on Netflix. Not another movie. This is an actual series, TV series on Netflix. I saw that. I thought it was another movie. Yeah, because they've done so many of them. Yeah. I think there was one out like last November, I think. Yeah. At least it wasn't a part of what it was before. The, the, the series be- or the movie yeah. franchise before. Yeah. yeah Talk about so things tired. that are <laughs> under the background yeah. or do something yeah, exactly. like that. Exactly. <laughs> And we'll be recording another brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. Don't know where yet. Depends on the weather, I guess. Never we may know. be back here at the Alamo. I've got a pool. I don't mind doing it at the Alamo because they <laughs> got food and drinks here as well. Uh, be sure to check that out next Friday in the podcast player of your choice. Oh, by the way, that pizza was really good. Going, yeah, it was. Going back to that. that the I carnivore? Was, yeah. yeah, that's better than I it thought was it was really going to be. Yeah, it was good. My, <laughs> was, my was chicken not. tenders were great, but I wish I had another pizza. <laughs> well, <'cause the, laughs> well, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break here in a minute. <laughs> Curtis is going to place an order for another pizza. The sauce has a really nice flavor anyways here. Yeah, yeah. And then the uh, spices that are in the meat. Well, I saw not, a big. I saw a, a whole fennel seed in the sausage. I'm like, mm, that can either be good or bad, depending on what else they put with it. But it was really good. It's just enough. So if yeah. you don't like spicy stuff, you're covered. If you like a little something-something, you're covered. Yeah, it's it was really good. good. Hit that sweet spot. You're right. We are going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we are drafting the TV shows to have on in the background while you're doing something else and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. We are going to be right back right after this. And now, these messages. Hello, friends. My name is Jason A. Meiske. I'm a thriller author and the host of the Sample Chapter Podcast. I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I introduce you to authors from all over the world. Together, we have a nice little chat before the guest author reads a sample chapter from one of their books. There's been sci-fi, westerns, romance, horror, thrillers, and even the weird. There's names you don't know, and for sure, several that you do. And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast. Okay, everybody, come outside. Everybody ready for a wild, wet ride? Slip, slip and slide. You can put it on your lawn. Turn the water on, then you run, run, run. And you're sliding on your top. Slip, slip and slide. Slip, slip and slide. It's a lot of fun to play when the spray goes all the way. Slip, slip and slide. Slip and slide comes with plastic slide and fasteners from Whammo. All right, here is this week's uh, fantasy draft that we're doing. We are drafting the TV shows that we like to have on in the background while we're doing something else. It can be anything else that we're doing around the house, but what are the TV shows that you turn on just for that background noise? We're each going to pick four. Uh, we'll start with, we'll go with Kenny, then we'll go Curtis, then we'll go with me, and then we'll go back around again um, until we each have four. It is a draft, so once somebody takes one, it is off the board. You cannot pick it again. And uh, I was telling Kenny during the break, I have prepared exactly zero for this. <laughs> so every pick I make will be picking off the top of my head. <laughs> so well, for some well, reason, I have three. I guess I deleted the fourth pick. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Pick. I've got two on my mind. That's all I could think of. So That's all right. Well, we'll get great. there. We'll start there, and then we'll work our way. I have a feeling 
more ideas will come to us once we start talking. At least that's what I'm hoping for because, again, <laughs> have not prepared. All right, we're going with Kenny first. Kenny, what's your first pick? Uh, the first one I'm going with is Monday Night Raw. All right, why is that? Uh, I used to love watching it, and I, I still like wrestling, but it, the stories are horrible, the wrestling's predictable and all that, but I still... I can't help it. It's been a part of my life for a good chunk of my life. Right. So I still want to hear what's going on and all that, but I don't necessarily need to see it. So I'll have it on while I'm scrolling through Facebook or if I'm up cleaning or I'll take laundry in and fold it while I'm listening to it, stuff like that. So Have you had seen uh, from last, I guess last Saturday, uh, the Money in the Bank pay-per-view that yes. WWE did? Have you seen the video? Of uh, Michael Cole and Pat McAfee calling the the cash in that happened. I have not seen. You have to find it. It's online. I'll, if I find it, I'll link it and share it to you. But uh, it's pretty because people were talking about how it seems like Michael Cole's doing the best work of his career right now as a commentator, uh-huh. and people are saying it's because he's not being force fed lines like he has in the past. Okay. And Pat McAfee kind of brings a laid back air to the announce yeah. table, so he Cole's kind of doesn't have the stick shoved quite so far up his ass so it's fun <laughs> but uh, yeah but it's 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 interesting to watch because you can actually see them as they're calling what's going on and it's, it's pretty entertaining well even uh cory graves is better I now when <laughs> i can't stand him either and that's why i hate when he's saying gone. that he's better than uh, he was yeah. yeah but he's better when pat mac when the three of them yeah. are sharing the thing oh yeah it really pat mcafee i feel like he elevates everybody yeah I, I don't disagree with that. All right, Curtis, let's go to you for your first pick. What is a TV show that you have on in the background? Uh, because it's I've seen it every season um, multiple, multiple times. times. Yeah, I know what you're going to pick, but go ahead and say it. You don't. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, no. I don't? Okay. No, it's uh, That 70s Show. Oh, wow. That's Very not what nice. I thought you were going no. with. Uh, the one you thought I was going to say is... Is your next pick later? <laughs> no, I actually will sit and watch that one. I don't okay. put it on in the background. I. You but have to watch it when it's on. I kind of okay. do because there's so much on that show that you just miss. Right. Uh, for those of you, I'm but, not. But, I'm not yeah, gonna say let's, let's talk about the, 70 that seventy yeah. show. You know, it was my like my favorite show when I was in high school, and it uh, I continued for years. It was just one of those shows that I could always put on and watch. But nowadays, it's just like I'll put it on, but you know, I could go fold some laundry. Right. I could go make dinner, and I'll come back and. Red You'll know Foreman. right where you're at anyway. I'll know where I'm at. Red Foreman will say something hysterical that <laughs> is funnier nowadays Jackass. that I'm older. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, yeah, that's that new show. Nice. Good pick. All right. So, for my first pick, I got two back-to-back, first and second. My first pick is no longer currently airing. So, I debated whether or not to take it. But yeah. this was, for me, the quintessential turn it on, walk away, and then as you walk back through, you're you're fine. And that is, uh, used to be on VH1. It was called Pop-Up Videos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I watch that all the time. You can, you can totally ignore it, and it's just fine because you got music playing in the background. But then, like, that's, the, for me, the thing about a TV show in the background is I want it on a, when, when I'm, when my, when I turn my attention back to it, I do want to be engaged with it. I just don't want to be engaged with it for the length of an episode or whatever. So with pop-up video, it doesn't matter what is going on. you got music playing. And then when you're to the point where like, okay, cool, I can stop and sit down for a second. You can sit down and you got all these little factoids popping up about these videos that you already like anyway. So for me, that was like the perfect 
like sweet spot of like it's on. I don't have to pay attention, but when I want to, I'm going to get something out of it. So from and, and you can walk away again immediately. It's like oop, there's the you know there's the timer. I got to go check the whatever's cooking for supper. You can walk away and not feel like well I, hold on I got to sit here and watch this and risk burning dinner or something because yeah. it was just frivolous and it, I mean just ran. It was like Trivial Pursuit. If you didn't actually play a game, they're just throwing facts at you while you're watching music videos. You know, uh, VH1, uh, every once in a while, I'll just play a bunch of the older ones that they had. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've, every once in a while, I'll catch that. Not right now, but before. And uh, I would end up watching like four or five of the episodes. I was like, what have I done? Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. But I remembered how much I enjoyed watching them. Oh, yeah. No, it, it was a good time. And for my next pick, I'll go with something that is currently airing. I'm chewing ice. Let me hang on a second. Spit that out. (laughs) All right. So for this one, I'll go with something that is currently airing, and they do a similar pop-up video style of thing sometimes, but not all the time. There's like a separate thing. Um, But again, it's that sweet spot of I don't have to pay any attention. I can listen and laugh. And then when I want to sit down and be engaged, I'm going to have a good time. And that is Impractical Jokers. Yep. I knew you were going to say that. That is something that you could turn on at any convention yeah. that you go to. You're stuck in the hotel room. You're wanting to wind down. How do we know that? You could turn on. You, all you got to do is find True TV because <laughs> Impractical Jokers is on. I promise yes. you at any given time. Yes, it is. You could turn on True TV and watch Impractical Jokers. So, um, but yeah, it's again, it's it's comfort food. It's fast food, greasy comfort food. You, you've seen every episode a million times. They're not showing you anything you haven't already seen, but it's still funny. And if something happens, the dryer buzzes and it's time to change the laundry get up walk away and not feel like you're missing anything you can you can still do your own thing so that is my second pick nice curtis let's go to you for your second pick all right my second pick is any of the law and orders (laughs) do do i have to pick one specific no that's good law and order any flavor it can be vanilla it can be chocolate it can be rocky road you can (laughs) either have seen it or not seen it but you know the outcome <laughs> All you gotta do is remember that whatever number of person they interview is always the killer. Yeah, and then I forget what the number is because I don't care enough about the show. But there is like somebody has come out and said it's always like the third person they t- or something like that. Yeah. yeah, and every bartender remembers that one person out of the hundreds all oh, night. Yeah. You yep. want to take a look again at the picture? Oh yeah, I remember her. You yeah. know, it's yeah, it's very formulaic. You catch it on that yeah. first glance, but now <laughs> I'm taking a second glance. I was busy checking out her chesticles. Now that I look at her face, I do remember that. <laughs> oh, she is a person. <laughs> no, no, no. I recognize her by her chesticles. <laughs> oh, there you go. Either or, dong, dong. either or. So yeah, uh, all the Law and Orders. So I, I could you. They're on like every channel. Yeah, you. Oh, yeah. It's, it's you really like, don't have yeah, to yeah. physically watch those no, to no. get no. what's going on. Yeah, I could go and just like I could go outside and grill for like an hour and come back in and sit down and be like, okay, I know. Where is this is a different episode. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> <laughs> ah, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I have done that, and I'm <laughs> like, somebody got murdered. Is somebody the, and I've had to like rewind it <laughs> yeah. to go. Oh no, it did switch to a different <laughs> episode. <laughs> <laughs> like. Pretty seamless. I mean, I, I figured someone else died. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> when did they interview her? Oh, oh okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm good. No, I'm caught up. <laughs> so Law and Order for your second pick. Any flavor of Law and Order. All right. Kenny, let's go to you for your second pick. I'll bounce to something a little more now, and that is the Amazon show Outer Range. I said I was going to be done with it, but I decided <laughs> I don't, I'm not really watching it. I'm listening to it. Right. And I'm looking up when something is happening. Is happening, which is not often. And so I'm like, no, still don't like it. But 
I, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm finishing the season. <laughs> I can so. say I got through it. Exactly. Yeah. And for that reason, I picked that. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> so that's your second pick. You got your third pick now as well. You said you had three on your list. You, you yes. still have that one remaining? That, the outer range was the one I remember. You said, hey, we'll probably think of something. Yeah. That was my okay, thing. Okay, so I you got a couple left. All right, well, what's your third pick? Uh, third one, um, kind of same thing, uh, Fast and Loud. I've mm-hmm. seen every episode nice. multiple times, but I still like having it on in the background and catching parts of the episodes that I want to watch. Right. So it's a great one for just like, do, 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 do. Oh, wait. That, and I watched that few minutes. Perfect. I'm good. It's yeah, the Grease so. Monkey Garage, guys. Yeah. yeah Gas yeah, Monkey yeah, Garage. Yeah. Gas Monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Richard Rawlings. And yeah. The crew. I used to watch that show. Yeah. That's good. I loved it. Yeah. It was fun. I got, I still have the, when uh, you were one of the first twelve hundred people that uh, was a fa- uh, was a fan of the yeah. uh, Facebook, and they sent out a free T shirt to the first twelve hundred fans, and I still have my shirt. That's nice. cool. Right on. All right, Curtis, we go to you for your third pick. All what right, I'm going to go with uh, one that I discovered within like the last couple of years. I think during the pandemic. Okay. Um, it's called Forged in Fire. Oh, love <laughs> Forged in Fire. Oh, Forged in Fire. I've watched all those episodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the, the first, I don't know, t- half of the show, you can get up and go do something because, <laughs> yeah, right. because it's just, it's just four the, dudes getting sweaty, <laughs> yep. which could be something totally different. Complaining. There's <laughs> so always, what do you got going on? And when that's it's in not the that sharp. Sometimes uh, there's one dude that passes out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Usually an older guy. Yeah. yeah. I stuck it in and didn't quite do what it needed to do. My tang is a quarter of an inch <laughs> too short. Yeah. It's like, buddy, if I had a quarter every time, my tang was a quarter inch too short. I'll tell you. We find out somebody didn't meet parameters, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I can go do dishes and come back and then watch them, like, slaughter a dead pig. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so. Yeah. This yeah. blade it's will fun. cut. <laughs> it, will heal. Hoping, it will heal. You're heal. like, I, on one hand, I hope it doesn't break, but on the other <laughs> yeah, hand, I, like to I see really want to see it. So. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to shoot bullets at your blade. It's like, why? That's never going to happen in real life. And it's like you always feel like, you're like, yes, it broke. And then you're like, oh, I feel bad. All that work that guy did, and it just broke. Yeah, well, they're compensated well for that, all that work that <laughs> right. they did. I remember the one episode, uh, like I've liked several of them, but uh, there was one where the original guy that was the, uh, I think he was an army ranger or whatever, was the guy who hosted it. Yeah, 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 all that, and uh, they were out on the range, and they uh, didn't have the uh, mechanism that held the gun that they were going to shoot a bullet and split do the bullet split thing. Yeah. And he's like, "I can do it." And they're like, <laughs> "Whatever, really?" Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah." He goes, I-, "I got this." And they're like, "Well, if you got this, get it." You know, blah yeah. blah. Sure enough, that's some bitch put it right <laughs> and split those on the swords. I was like. Holy crap. <laughs> yep. I was like, that's impressive. I, 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 I have care. seen that episode. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. All right. Forge and Fire. Good pick. Thanks. All right. For my third pick, I got my third and fourth picks. Uh, my third pick, um, just because I, I, I enjoyed watching it the first time, and I've seen it multiple times, and now it's on all the damn time, so it's a great one to throw on when you're doing anything else. Uh, I'm going to go with Scrubs for my yes. third pick. Uh, I forget what channel it's on, and maybe on multiple channels, but it seems like again it's on all the damn yeah. time, or at least the time when I'm doing shit. Like from like noon to five, it seems like it's on like a marathon block of it. So you can just turn that on and go do whatever you want to do, and you come back and it's like, oh, I'm three episodes later. But again, it's so formulaic. 
Dr. Cox is going to be an asshole and, you know, Elliot's going to be a neurotic and Turk is going to be, you know, say something stupid to get himself in trouble, but then he's going to get out of it. And by the end of the, you know, it's like, it's just so it's, it's comfort. Again, it's comfort food. It's yeah. formula. You don't, have, you can stop in at any point and be like, okay, cool. I, without even looking at the clock, I know I'm 10 minutes in because we're at this act or, you know what I mean? It's like, ah, oh, time yep. to wrap it up. So here's where we're going. And so, yeah, scrubs for me is a, again, another comfort food one. I have watched it all the way through six times, currently on the seventh time because I'm watching along with the podcast, uh-huh. and I'm not up to where right, they're right, at, yeah. but I'm catching up, yeah. and I'm just I'm kind of making it last. Yeah, because so at some weeks. point they're gonna run out. Yeah. yeah, so I've been doing that, so I'm working on my seventh time watching it all the way through, and I I, I don't love it any less. Oh yeah, I, it's yeah. such a great show. Yep. It's funny how many different you know guest stars they've had show up yep. and stuff too over the years. It's like oh shit, I didn't, I had forgotten that you know so and so Ryan Reynolds or whoever was on. Yep. It's like oh yeah, that's funny. And it's funny too because you can see like people on their way up were stopping in for that. Hey, I'm gonna get a cameo. Yep. And then people on the way down are stopping in to get that. Hey, hey can I get a, can I get a cameo? <laughs> it's just kind of funny watching the 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 two like you have one shooting up and one's coming down. It's like at that point where they cross. Is scrubs yep. <laughs> right there in the middle, and they put on either a super emotional performance, yep. or a hilarious, or something in between. But or it's both. always yeah, good, or it's really funny, yeah. and they die at the end. Yeah, and then you're like, oh shit, you killed the funny guy. I mean, the whole Brendan Fraser yeah. run is mm-hmm. just yep. oh so amazing, absolutely. And then for my fourth and final pick, I'm going to go with the show that. Okay, so we do this every year. It's a show that when new episodes come on, and they're still making new episodes, we stop as a family, we sit down, we watch the new episodes. But there are so many episodes, and they all get replayed. And every year, about mid-December, BBC America goes into marathon mode and just plays nothing but back-to-back episodes of Doctor Who. Yeah. And so, for us, that's a great one to throw on in the background, because we've seen them all multiple times, and it's almost become like a christmas time tradition of turning on doctor who and just leaving it on while you do everything else you have to do for those two (laughs) weeks leading up to christmas and new year so uh so that's my uh fourth pick because yeah it's like i said it it, we turn it on and just leave it on them go go about our business and you stop in and you're like oh cool i'll watch this scene or oh yeah this speech is coming up or whatever and you kind of watch that and then just keep going on about your merry business so very nice uh curtis let's go to you for your fourth and final pick I, I just literally went through like four of them, but I think I've landed on one because it just dawned on me that, yeah, when I scroll through the channels, I see it on. And you stop? I stop. I'll watch it. And then like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do this. I'm going to go walk the dog and I'll come back in and I'll finish it. Family Guy. Family yeah. Guy is a show that like it doesn't, you don't have to commit <laughs> by <laughs> <Right>. any means. <laughs> right. And it doesn't matter if you miss this or miss that. Like once the show ends and another one comes on, it's just the same shit. Yeah. And sometimes it's entertaining. Sometimes you can just go do something else. So, yeah, family guy. Right on. Another one. When you're out on the convention circuit, <laughs> if I can find TBS, I can watch Family Guy and not How have to be attention. How do we know that? Because <laughs> we we, we've done this so many yeah. times. That that whole Turner network of <laughs> TNT, True TV, TBS. It's like yep. if you can find that block in the cable or satellite at the hotel, you can just turn it on and, not, and just have sound in your hotel room. Mm. And after... The whole day of doing that's all con. you want is sound, and you that's just it. want to just duh. vegetate, yeah. And that's such good stuff to do that, too. Yep. All right, Kenny, we go to you for the final pick in this draft. 
Um, I will go with the granddaddy of them all for me, and that is the Curse of Oak Island. <laughs> <laughs> that is one you don't need to watch no. at all. You can everything you need to know. You can hear. Yeah, they they are not going to find any treasure. Yeah, <laughs> just keep watching. It, yeah, you know? and by God, I do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Every year, I'm like, I'm not watching this. And then pretty soon, I sit down and watch four or five episodes in a row. I'm like, all right, I'm watching this. Fine. Yeah. But, but again, at the same time, I'm doing something else. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, any others that didn't make the final fours, but any honorable mentions you want to throw out there? I'll throw out their deadliest catch. Oh, yeah. That's one that you can easily turn on and be like, all right, well, they're fishing for crabs. You come back 30 minutes later and be like, oh, still fishing for crabs. Come back 15 minutes later, oh, a boat sank, and yeah. they're still fishing for crabs. Yeah. <laughs> The uh the survival, the various shows that are different survival, like Naked and survival, Afraid, Naked and Afraid, yeah, anything yeah. like that. I was big into those, but at the Discovery same time, Discovery Channel's getting watching. a lot of our honorable mentions. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> for a reason. That's what they. That's their specialty, right? Yeah, and uh, uh, Street Outlaws again, mm-hmm. Discovery. Again, yeah. uh, that's another one I don't need to watch anything, but I'll watch the five seconds of the race and I'm done. Yeah, so. Uh, I, I had American Pickers. I've been watching. Oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah. That's History Channel. So History Channel. But it's, yeah. That same thing. Yeah. yeah that, this is yeah. cousin. Yep. Uh, History Channel is good for that, too. Uh, the uh, what are the foods that made America or whatever, yeah. that kind of stuff. Pawn Stars. Yeah, Pawn all stars. those shows. Yeah. Yep. Same thing, yeah. Uh, comic Book Men, since I'm caught up on it, I can just put it on in the background if I just want something on. And <laughs> if I want to kick myself in the nuts repeatedly, <laughs> I put on Comic Book Men. Uh, Cutthroat Kitchen, I was going to say. I was saying there's a lot of food network type yeah. stuff too that you can th- go to whether but it's the diners drive-ins and dives oh god or, that's i think they do that on purpose now like they just <laughs> i think that's fridays is like from midnight to midnight it's just diners drive-ins man versus food oh yeah, yep. yeah. all all those the best thing <laughs> i ever ate carnival eat oh yeah we can talk the entire food network lineup <laughs> is just stuff to turn on in the background while you're doing other so things. what we're saying is watch discovery <laughs> history, food discovery network. history food network all those info infotainment type <laughs> shows yeah very nice. Yeah, that's that's about all I had. So right on. Well, that's this week's pop quiz. We want to know what are your favorite shows to have on in the background. We gave you ours. Kenny went with Monday Night Raw, Outer Range, Fast and Loud, and The Curse of Oak Island. Curtis went with that '70s show, Law and Order, Forged in Fire, and Family Guy. I took pop-up videos, Impractical Jokers, Scrubs, and Doctor Who. But we want to know what you think. What are the shows you put on in the background while you got other stuff to do? Nobody went with the sexy time. Like when you got some sexy time going, what shows do you flop on in the background? Like Katie Morgan? Is that what you go with? I don't know. Do you go with the real sex? Do you go with uh, <laughs> the taxi well, cab confessions? What do you go they with, don't Curtis? Have any of that on HBO now. So. No, they cleaned <laughs> they up their act. They don't have any of that stuff on Cinemax anymore. Cinemax used to be the. That's the home Skin- That was the Skinamax, yeah. Skinamax, They've gotten man. rid of all the softcore porn. All the Shannon Tweed movies are gone. That's <laughs> terrible. What are they doing? Well, you can tell us what your favorite shows are to have on in the background while you're doing something else. You can vote by searching for and following us at PGTC Podcast. The pop quiz is pinned right to the top of those pages. You cannot miss them. Just leave a comment. It's it's not a multiple choice, A, B, C, D. You have to actually type out what the shows are that you watch in the background. Slinks. <laughs> or you can call us on the hotline at 417-986-7842 and leave a message with your comments. 
We just might play them on the next episode. You never know. You never know. That's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and we sure would like to hear from you. Links to all that and more over at popgoestheculture.com. Yeah, you got to do it so that we know if we're going to do it or not. <laughs> exactly. We can't, we can't play messages that don't get left. <laughs> exactly. so that's, that's rule one of podcasting. Uh, that's going to wrap it up, I think. You guys got anything else before we get out of here? I would like to give a nice little shout-out to the Orville. Mm-hmm. They This season... And it's always been good, so it's not that right. they where they moved to Hulu and all of a sudden they're making amazing stuff. Right. But this season, man, they are killing it episode after episode. And they they're not afraid to throw a little modern topic in there that right. they're not talking about specifically, but you <laughs> well, understand. Oh, we're not talking about that, but yeah, we're talking exactly about exactly. that. Exactly. And this week's episode was just, God, freaking fantastic. It really highlighted the uh, ginger-haired guy that is the Scott navigator. Grimes. Is that his name? Yeah. Okay. In real life, Scott Grimes. Okay. Yeah, his character, I mean, it, it was about him and what he went through and just stuff. Oh, so good. So if you're not watching Orville, you need to be watching Orville. Is it about him getting married to like a really hot chick and then divorcing a year later? No. Oh, okay. There's a reason you went there. I don't know what it is, but go ahead and tell it. Filson. Uh, I don't know the chick's name, but she's on the Orville. He married her, and then they divorced a year later. The one that's uh, Seth MacFarlane's ex on the show. Oh, no. 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 Okay. This had a marrying thing involved, but it's com- not that. Not, not completely any, the other any type. Okay. Yeah, it's completely different. But gosh, man, there. I just if if it's not getting enough love and you haven't seen it, you need to see it because it's, it's such good stuff. I like that show. I just. I have not seen season two or three. I have the first season on DVD. Two and is yeah, crazy, and it seems like it's set that season two set up. In, in every season, I think we're going to have because a certain group is right. they're bored. Yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to Seth. Uh, has anybody watching the the Star Trek Strange New Worlds? I've heard yes. nothing but good stuff about that show. I watched it as I, a I need to start it, but I'm so far behind on everything else. Well, I watched it as a what the hell. I'll get, I want to watch something. And I was in that weird, I've got nothing, but it's late. Right. We didn't want to go to bed yet. And we stayed up, watched three episodes because <laughs> it was so good. I've, I'm caught up to where they're at now. The imagination that they did for that is just fantastic. Yeah, so I've heard nothing but good stuff about it, but I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. So. They are not pulling your leg when they say <laughs> it's fantastic. It is great. I've heard it. So you can, you can, you've seen it enough to tell. I've heard that it, uh, is more episodic. It doesn't rely on a large overarching story yeah. arc. It's just like, here's an episode and here's an episode and here's an episode. Kind of like the original series. did. Yeah. And that's, it's, it kind of makes it nice because, uh, I mean, there's a couple of little things, you know, about the people and stuff that's carrying through, right, you know, right. and blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, they're literally having a new adventure every week. And it's like, it, and I heard everybody seems like they're having fun. <laughs> like, that's the difference between that and a lot of sci fi. That's everything out there, like, so dark and like gloomy. But this, all the other Star Trek. Yeah. Nowadays. But this is, but this is very much a throwback to the original series where it's like, look. Captain's looking to get laid, and we're going <laughs> to see some shit that we ain't never seen before, and we're just all going to have a good time doing it. Yeah, uh, like I said, hats off to the writers that came up with these episodes and the worlds that they're in and the things they're going through and stuff is so like, you're like, you feel like you're watching something brand new. 
even though it's the same old right on a ship out in space discovering stuff yada yada it it feels fresh and new it's that good right on nice Anything else before we get out of here, guys? I think that's it. No, good. No. Well, thanks again to the Alamo Draft House for letting us come out here and enjoy their air conditioning and their food <laughs> and their drinks and everything yeah. else. Uh, we only paid for some of that, just <laughs> the food and drinks, not the AC. Uh, well, if you've enjoyed this or any episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, please take a moment, leave a review in your preferred oh. podcast player. It doesn't cost a thing, and it really is one of the best ways you can show your support for the show. The best way would be to tell somebody else to listen to the show. Yes. We would appreciate but one that. of the best ways would be to leave a review as well. Thanks again to uh, the Alamo. Like I said, thanks to Curtis and Kenny for being here. Thanks to everybody for listening to the podcast whenever and wherever you're catching us. We've uh, we got some stuff in the works for later on this summer. We're going to be uh, adding some things, doing some things differently, changing things up. So, uh, you know, we, it's gonna, we're going to depend a lot on feedback from our listeners and the folks that follow us on social media. Let us know what you like and what you don't like because – we're we're just in that crazy spot of uh, wanting to experiment a little bit, which last time Curtis did that was, uh, in you know, <laughs> post high school days where he got a little weird and you know, but you know, it's, like, all right. what? Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, it's right. We're gonna do that kind of stuff. No, uh, we're gonna we're gonna play around with the format of a few things, but uh, hopefully it'll be you know a lot of fun for everybody listening. So be sure to check that out later on this summer. Until then, I have been Joey Mills with the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you right back here next week for another brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. It is playlist time for the month of July. We are going to go with our favorite one-hit wonders. Um, and if you don't know what that looks like in a spreadsheet, it's a few. It's a, over 100 songs. <laughs> it's like, wow, we thought we had those like 30s and 50s, and I think a couple 70s were like, whoa, we're getting this crazy. And then one-hit wonder came around, and it's like, okay, we certainly we can put all these in one playlist, <laughs> but my God. We got a lot of songs here. So uh, we're going to do that next week. You'll find out which songs make the cut from all of us uh, here at Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. Have you guys looked at the spreadsheet much? Yes. I know. I saw you added some. I haven't added anything because you guys pretty much added everything. Well, no, I, I put a bunch of stuff in there and said, take whatever from this. I just wanted to throw a bunch out there because yeah. I had uh, five minutes to sit down and I do think it. I think I grabbed, I think I picked stuff that wasn't on the list. No. If it was, I missed it. But. No, feel free to grab any of that because I, I haven't grabbed my three yet. I still, I'm figuring out what my three are going to be out of the hundred and some that we've got on tough there. because you, I, oh yeah, you look through and you're like, oh, I like that. Oh, I like yeah. that one. Oh, I like that one. This will be one that if you, do the Spotify thing and you work out to it or you drive to it or whatever. This is going to be a <laughs> We're going to give you a couple of weeks it. worth of yeah. content. <laughs> and it's, it, you're going to love it because it gives you everything you forgot that you loved, didn't know you loved. And like, oh, I forgot that song. I'm yep. surprised you haven't. There's one song I thought you would have taken, um, but you didn't. But there's still time to change that if you decide to do so. But you'll have to come in next week to find out what those songs are on our Spotify playlist. Fantastic. Until then, be safe, be healthy, be happy. We'll see you later. Later. Stay frosty. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.